maps. Maps are, they tell us that maps are the most important historical documents of human beings. Uh, they say that the map um, is a tool to exchange uh, knowledge about space and time. You know, th those who produce maps, cartographers, um, they, um, they have layers to a map. It's not a single dimension. A lot of people think you know, a lot of the maps we have today is all, like, when was the last time you looked at a map? It's all Google now. And it's all, sorry, maps of old had layers to it. I mean, if you look at, let's say, a map of Texas, for example, oh, the size of the lettering for Dallas or Houston was clearly larger than Uvalde, which would have been tiny, right? And the reason for that is obviously they would make it by population size, and so the words would be larger because the population is larger. And then there's all sorts of, like, um, topography, like there's different, and, and vegetation and mountains. I mean, you can see how many layers that can get put onto a map, and in fact, uh, they do. They literally had layers that they would put on uh, and, and make meaning. It was a, it was a way to communicate uh, meaning in that era. It wasn't just a single dimension. But its primary purpose of a map is to get you from one location to the next. And, that, and it's, a, it's a dynamic, to that sense. I mean, all this to say is that a map is far more dynamic than a static document, and that's its purpose. And the reason why I bring that up is because I think the Gospels are like maps for us. They guide us from a location to a location. And and, and I suppose in one sense, Jesus is a cartographer, or Jesus is the map himself as well, because he is the way, the truth. And he, and he shows us how to get from one place to the next. Uh, it's not a single dimension either. And, and it tells us how, uh, how, we're meant to, how we're meant to travel, so to speak. Um, I mean, clearly our destination is eternal life, and, and our... And clearly the way that Jesus introduces is a, is a simple way. It's the way of love. And he's in constant uh, challenging those who understood older ways. Uh, the law, the, 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 the way was far more rigid. And, and Jesus comes along and just simply says it's that the law is completely fulfilled in the law of love. But the difference is that Jesus comes along and he, there's a sense of urgency to his, his mission, not just for his own mission, but for that of, um, for all of us. Um, and he calls us constantly, you heard it today four times, follow me. You see, the, the way of Jesus, this map of Jesus, if you would, is a, a dynamic process too. It's one of, of constantly following. I mean, the word disciple, for example, I mean, we think of it as more of a noun, but actually when you translate it, it it's actually is a follower. It's more of a verb than a noun. And, and, and so that's why anyone who's a disciple is a follower. You can hear the in there is the activity of following. The danger of us seeing disciple as a, I'm a disciple of Christ as a noun, as, as something we are, is we forget that we only are when we do. 
that we're a follower of Jesus in all we say and do. I mean, and that's where we come to the Eucharist. I mean, if this Eucharist becomes a noun of something we just, uh, you know, attend, right, an event, then it's not really living, we're not living the Eucharist. It's meant to be a verb that we live the Eucharist. We become what we receive. We become the body of Christ for others. We become the blood of Christ poured out for others. I mean, this is the same dynamic reality, and, and that's what brings us meaning in our life, is that singular purpose is to follow Jesus in what he says and does. Um, I, I mean, in, in this reading today, you can get that sense of dynamic reality and urgency that is set before uh, anyone who would be a would-be disciple, uh, is that they're called to follow and to leave everything behind right now. It's to go on the journey, follow the map. There's a treasure. Don't wait. Just go. Um, so that's all great. So how do we apply that to our own lives? Well, I, I think we have to, to look at our own lives and not, not, not think of our lives as a static reality, like a, 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 like a two-dimensional map somehow that we just look at it but that it's a dynamic reality that calls us to, to actively follow it. To, and that Jesus is that way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the one who will show us that. But that operates in our lives in simple ways where we make simple choices. You know, I, where do we go from here today? When we go from here today, how are we going to act today? Act with gentleness, kindness, uh, with more patience, generosity. These are called the fruits of the Spirit. I, I think one great measure of, a, of, of seeing how we are as a disciple, one who follows Jesus, is to, is to ask where the fruits of our life are. What's the fruits of the Spirit in our life? I, I remember just if you want, you later on in Galatians, Paul is getting to this. And he's getting frustrated with the people, with the Christians in Galatia. And later on at the end of this letter, he'll tell us what the fruits of the Spirit are. And he asks them to measure this. He goes, it's, so it's, uh, it's love, joy, and peace. It's kindness, gentleness, generosity, um, faithfulness, and self-control. Now, now, if you want to measure ourselves, I think it's important <clears throat> to not get tricked by the devil and to measure ourselves like uh, too, too close together, like in other words, like day after day or, or week after week, because that's not how the fruits are spread. You don't plant a, 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 a tree and expect it to bear fruit in the next week. You've got to wait for it to bear fruit. You've got to water it. You've got to nurture it. The same it is for us. We have to... Um, Measure ourselves maybe over a year. Uh, and when you go over a year, see, well, am I kinder and gentler than last year? Am I more, am I gener more generous than I was last year? Am I, uh, am I kinder? Um, these are, are good, good questions to ask ourselves. And then we'll know if we're following the map. Then we'll know if we're following the way. And if we're not... Don't stress, just look at the map and say, what am I doing? And get back on to where our journey will take us. So it's a dynamic reality, and what we do today to come to the Eucharist is participate in that dynamic reality to once again, again, to take up the map of the gospel, to follow the way of Jesus, and take us to our eternal 
to our eternal reward. But it is a dynamic way. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life.